Do you remember when conspiracy theories were labeled for quote-unquote crazy people? Well, let's explore what, in fact, even a conspiracy theory is. Well, according to Oxford Languages, the definition would be a belief that some secret but influential organization is responsible for an event or a phenomenon. And if, you know, you, you want to kick it up a notch, you can go with Merriam-Webster as well. Uh, conspiracy theory is a theory that explains an event or set of circumstances as a result of a secret plot by usually powerful conspirators. All these conspiracy theories, I don't know. Can we still call them that? I don't think so. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl-related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You can find me on Twitter at Aldeo State. We're available on every single one of your podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. So we'll dive right into this one. Uh, I'm going to hit you guys. You ready? Little little blind resume action here. Team one has one quad one win, which quad one win is what is it? It's a neutral site top 15 game. It's an at home top 50 game or an on the road top 75 game. Those are what classifies as a quad one win. So those are the biggest wins you can get in college basketball. And those wins are the ones that are designed to, in fact, pad the resume for tournament season. So let's see. Team one, one quad one win. Their net ranking and Ken Palm is 45th in the country. Their strength of schedule is 84th in the country. Okay, let's move over to team two. They have five quad one wins. That's that, that's pretty good. Uh, their net ranking is 66th in the country. And their strength of schedule is 36th in the country. Okay, better argument. Let's go with team three. They have six quad one wins. Their net ranking is 43rd in the country, and their strength of schedule is 6th in the country. Number six in America. Well, you already know we didn't get in, so it's probably a good guess that we were team number three, and that is right. We had the most quad one wins. We had the best net ranking, and we had the best strength of schedule. Matter of fact, we were the only strength of schedule of some of the bubble teams in the top 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. And we didn't get in. And then you want to hear, well, you hear the prognostications being it's because of they had so many quad one games that they didn't win. Right. So Oklahoma State University is getting penalized for being in the toughest conference in the country. Getting eight teams in was a conversation had by hundreds of people hundreds of times all over the country for the Big 12 because the Big 12 is the juggernaut. And you mean to tell me that if the the, the seventh, uh, they took seven 
We ended up seventh place, and then we won a game in the Big 12 tournament to sweep anybody's difficult, and then we sweep OU, which is our Bedlam rival, three times in one season. That's a baseball type of stat. You don't see that often in basketball. Yes, we lost all three times to Texas, but look at what Texas is. Yes, we lost a non-conference game to Southern Illinois, and that's a bad look. We also put a curb stomping by the number one overall seed in America, Alabama. You cannot sit here and try to tell me that we did not get in due to a loss to Southern Illinois and the fact that we played in so many quad one games. Yeah, we won more than anybody else left out. We had the only strength of schedule inside the top 10. We played in the toughest schedule in America. Matter of fact, guys, there was coverage done multiple times where the top 10 toughest schedules in America and all of basketball were all of the Big 12 teams. So throughout the course of the season, right, it can be widely known and understood that the Big 12 is the SEC of basketball. And then because the team that finished seventh has a history with the NCAA, that team then gets bumped down and we get passed by West Virginia, who finished eighth. So you would think logically eight teams get in. Duh, it's the Big 12. How much would you like to wager that if the seven slash eight team in this scenario was Texas Tech or OU, this wouldn't be a conversation? I'm not sitting here tooting the horn of, you know, we got uh, we got screwed because we were the best team, you know, some sliced bread. But to say there's no bias here, that would be, to me, extremely uh, disingenuous to yourself. There's no way you can say that the that the the committee was like, you know what, this team definitely is the best of all the teams around the bubble. Mind you, uh, in this little blind study, teams one and two were NC State and Arizona State. They got in just fine. But their resume is terrible next two hours. It is on a junior high school level. I don't care if we are the best team that doesn't get in as it's indicative by getting the number one overall top seed for the NIT. Yay. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is going to be worth the watch because we got screwed by the NCAA last year so much that we didn't even get to play in any kind of postseason. But I find it hard to get crazy pumped up for the NIT when it's very obvious that we blatantly got snubbed here. I mean, you could make the argument that if you knew Oklahoma State has the propensity to get screwed by the NCAA, then I guess you should have won a couple more games or lost a couple less. Yeah, I guess so. But... The only reason that anybody involved with voting or committees or, or, or whatever want to stand up and say that there's a reason that Oklahoma State University did not get into the NCAA tournament dance 
It's all bureaucratic political bullcrap. We knew the bureaucratic political bullcrap would kick into play when it came to getting like nine teams in the tournament, right? That makes sense. But eight teams, yeah, West Virginia deserved to get in too. So you thought eight teams would get in. And since we were the seventh place team, you thought we were definitely easily in. There's not a piece of paper in the world that makes this make sense. Nowhere, no way. No how. And, you know, I I, I contemplated on, on this particular video here. Because um, I, I, last night, obviously, I was hooting and hollering. So this morning, I tried to just, you know, absorb as much information out there as physically possible. So I could get both sides of the pers- perspective, right? Both sides, both sides of the spectrum. And there are a decent amount of Oklahoma State people that I respect that are part of that, well, you know, we didn't win enough and we shouldn't have lost to Southern Illinois. Okay. But, again, it's supposed to be about validation of substance, right? If you have one quad one win, if your strength of schedule is in the flipping 80s and 60s or what, are you kidding me? You can't say that this is justifiable by any stretch of the imagination. And, yeah, I just, I could not find enough justification anywhere. From O-State fans, OU people, NCAA people, it doesn't matter. There is no justification for this horse piss. When do we, as a fan base, not Oklahoma State, but in general, stand up to the NCAA and stop letting them run things because they realistically hardly run anything anymore? Yet we do, in fact, give them this ability to determine who's the best, knowing there's a bias, knowing that they have issues with particular schools. I don't know. It it it's just it's mind blowing. But. Nonetheless, right, ORU got in the dance, so we get to be ORU fans, so go Oral Roberts. Um, and, you know, speaking of that, it is still, in fact, March Madness. And even though I'm extremely irritated, frustrated, um, and, and annoyed that we didn't get in, I'm still going to fill out a bracket, right, because it is March Madness. It is what it is. And the built bar March Madness bracket is also here. We know that everybody has a favorite bar, a favorite uh, a type of built bar and now it's your time to make it all count go to builtmarchmadness.com to vote for your favorites you know i personally i think i'll be voting for cookies and cream or cookies and cream bar and um you know if you want oral roberts to do well and you want them to win as many games as physically possibly you'll be voting for that bar as well so help me out support your team support your bar or the, the puff version, whichever you prefer. And when you vote for your favorite par or buff, then you will be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked-on listeners will get a free box of Built Bar. Not only that, but one locked-on fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built to have Built Bars, the best bars or puffs, delivered monthly straight to your very front door. So you, you got to try it. Built is the best protein bar ever. Seriously, they're 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 beyond amazing, uh, and they're they're legitimately good for you, which is a rare bird. What makes Built Bar or Built Puff so good? Well, they're very high in protein, low in sugar, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate, not the uh, 
synthesized bull hunky stuff, the real deal. So run to builtmarchmadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March. So hop in right now, support your team, support your pick. All righty. Um, you know, I, I, I did see some stuff today about Rutgers having a claim to the throne of getting the most screwed. And I, I, I think I can, I can see that. So whether you wear the orange tinted glasses or not, it's, it's either us or Rutgers that got completely screwed out of this deal. And again, I just, I find it hard to believe that the NIT is a consolation prize. But this is the hand we've been dealt. We still, as a collective, right, fans in general, we still give some power to the NCAA. Although, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. They didn't handle this NIL stuff worth worth a darn. Like that could have been an opportunity, I think, for them to maybe regain some control, regain some respect. But we we had this conversation. Um, well, we didn't on the show because I didn't have the show. But a lot of people, including myself, had conversations about us getting screwed by the NCAA for the suspension last year, and it was nice to see an overwhelming amount of support from sports all over the world in general. Just anyone who has an understanding of how the collegiate game works in the United States, right? They, they supported Oklahoma state and the NCAA got absolutely hammered for how terribly they handled our case. When you went and looked at other schools like Louisville and Kentucky and Kansas that had proof of, of, validation of widespread issues going on Memphis, even having access to, to text messages and emails and flight uh, or, or not flight plans, but uh, phone call data from all these other teams that were caught red handed, red handed with some players and stuff coming out, admitting all this stuff was happening and they all got next to nothing. Like four game suspension, uh, fine. Yet Oklahoma State University has won three hundred dollar infraction, and then we fixed the infraction. We made the player give the three hundred dollars back to the crooked ass coach that we had on the roster. That we also booted immediately. Had receipts of it. Since the instill, they were like, "Hey, uh, we had this kid found out he took three hundred bucks. We made him give it back. Sorry, our bad. Well, you do your investigation. Like we understand it." You know, we made a little $300 boo-boo. And we get destroyed. Yet all these other schools have proof of all of these various validations of illegal recruiting, contact, playing time, fixing grades, all this fun stuff that you thought only happened in the 80s and the 90s and early 2000s. No, it still happens. But now it's it's for more money. And then, then that money has to matriculate down to who? The NCAA. They could have struck Oklahoma State down a couple years ago if there was any merit 
to, uh, you know, them even considering giving us any type of postseason ban or, or anything like that. Could have done it a couple years ago, right? But it's proof that they didn't have anything. And it's all about bureaucratic political money because they allowed Oklahoma State to play because we had Kate Cunningham. So they weren't going to suspend us when we had somebody that was going to draw so many eyeballs, it was going to make them dollar-dollar bills, y'all. So they let it fly. They let it slide. We're like, you know what? We'll prolong this a little bit longer, and then we'll hammer them. So because of all this and because how much heat they took, Mark Emmert and the the whole crew, you're like, we have the best resume of like eight teams on the bubble. Maybe Rutgers has an argument, but Oklahoma State and Rutgers are shoe-ins to get in. Meanwhile, garbage teams like NC State and Arizona State have no business being in compared to us. But, uh, yeah, here we are. I just, I, I didn't, I didn't see it happening. I was like, there's no way they can screw us again because there's already a spotlight on them screwing us last time. But the proof is in the pudding, as they say. So you can have the sixth best schedule in the United States. You can be ranked just right outside the top 40. You can have the most quad one wins of anybody, and it still be counted against you because of the logo you don't have. Yeah, Gundy said it, guys. We have a logo, too. Well, the NCAA definitely knows we have a logo because they love to watch it. So, again, the, the question remains. When does it change? Because it's no. this is not a conspiracy theory. Guys, we, we read the conspiracy theory definition in the beginning for a reason, and this is the reason. If you grew up saying that UFOs were were real, you were called a conspiracy theorist and a crazy person. If you thought that the government dare have some um, hooliganry go on with the JFK assassination, you're a conspiracy theorist and you were a nut job. There's so many things coming out right now in the news cycle that verify the word conspiracy theory the definition, at least, needs to be changed because a lot of things that we were taught our whole life are conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, you're crazy, are flipping fracking true. So now, I then, in fact, have to ask, does it not make sense that if all of this stuff that we are force-fed to be proved nonsense, it flies in the, in the ointment of anybody who tries to say otherwise? The NCAA is crooked. The NCAA is dirty. The NCAA does not care about improving the student-athlete by any stretch of the imagination. They only care about dollar bills. And they have to screw enough people occasionally to garner some sort of, see, hey, we have some control still. you got to respect us a little bit still. 
We need you. You need us. Just continue to be KU and Kentucky and Louisville and NC State and Memphis. You just keep doing you, boo-boo, because us here at the NCAA, don't worry about it. We'll just go after – you guys are fine. We'll we'll take care of it by hammering the Oklahoma States and the SMUs and the UNLVs of the world. All of y'all up here, y'all can continue to stay up here. You're blue blood. You're a blue blood because you've produced enough results at one point in time historically that equaled big donors. Big donors equals big money, and big money equals little problems, apparently. So – Oklahoma State University, do you always try to do the right thing? Do you continue to always try to do the right thing? It's unfortunate that the model has been put forth that dictates you probably shouldn't. If you play by the rules... Apparently, you can get screwed by them, too, because the same rules that you follow are by the same people who are out to screw you over. And I know I do want to say a big congratulations to the Cowgirls basketball squad. They did get in the dance, but it's so funny. We talked about all week, uh, but, you know, I assumed we were definitely in the dance. There wasn't, there wasn't any statistics out there that said we wouldn't get into the dance. It just it doesn't make sense. It's not, it's not logical. And, you know, it, when, if we did get in, right, there was a little bit of a joke that we would get stuck with the A9 seed. I mean, the dreaded A9 seed. We didn't get in at all. But the women's cowgirls basketball squad, they did, in fact, end up with the 8-9 matchup. So they get to prove their pudding very early on. But again, you do got to give kudos there, guys. They were picked ninth place in the Big 12. And not only did they finish in the top four, top five wasn't even you know a possibility to, to most people. But you make the dance. You get the dreaded 8-9 matchup, but nonetheless, you're in there. So let's go make some noise. And we know that J.C. Hoyt will have her cowgirls prepared for this moment. Much much like she has all season. Now, the women's basketball side of things, ironically enough, it's not the juggernaut. It's not the Big 12 doesn't run everything in women's college basketball. Uh, we have a, a large hand in it, but we're kind of top-heavy, kind of like you would consider the Big 10 or the SEC. But if you're a Big 12 fan, you should be pretty pissed off right now. Because it wasn't about who was going to get that eight spot? It was about just us deserving eight spots. So that eight spot, yeah, probably should have went to West Virginia. But somehow, we get skipped by West Virginia. But we get a consolation prize. We get to have the number one seed in the NIT. And then, ironically enough, we have the number one overall seed in the NIT, which you guys already know. It's like winning the world's tallest midget award is what it is. But we can't even do that and host, which is the biggest benefit of the NIT, 
because we have some wrestling stuff going on in Galgrab at the same time. So round one, uh, we're not even going to be able to host. We'll get to, we'll be able to host round two and beyond, which is going to be kind of cool, right? It'll be a, a different experience. At least it'll be some postseason play, which we got screwed from last season. Last season, we would have loved to have been in the NIT. This season, it it's not enough. But for those out there that are like, see, got to get rid of Mike Boynton. Um, you know, the threshold this season was make the NCAA tournament. And I agree with that completely. And we should have. But you also got to look at the thing in, I don't want to blame it all on injuries. But I, I think he did a decent job piecing things together, even throughout all the injuries and all that fun jazz. But this is clear, um, deliberate, blatant tomfoolery going on by the NCAA committee. So this is twice now Mike Boynton's getting screwed by some personal vendetta the NCAA has against Oklahoma State on top of having one NCAA or one postseason completely stripped from everybody due to COVID. So half of his time here, he hasn't really had much of an opportunity to go to the tournament. So there's that. Anyways, I I guess it'll be a, a breath of fresh air that we can start diving into spring football finally. So that's good. I'm still licking my wounds here. I'm pretty, pretty perturbed about this one. This is 100% uh, a clown show. This is not biased. You can put the stats up. Um, and it's not even close. It's just, it's not even close, but it is what it is. Go Oral Roberts. Uh, we'll be, we'll be big ORU fans for this tournament. So fill out your bracket, get on there, vote for your favorite built bar as well. Have some fun with it. It's still March madness. It's still a good time. We're still in the NIT. So we'll have something to watch. We got spring conversations going on and it will be even a bigger spring, realistically, right? Since we, since we don't have a spring game, breaking every, everything down is going to be, honestly, a little bit more difficult. It's going it's to be a more of a process. So make sure you, you tune back in as we finally start to get all of that going. Um, I was excited about covering March Madness this year. I was really excited. Here's what it is. That's all I got for this one. As always, I love you all. God bless. Go Pokes, and thank you for making this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. Tune in for the next one. All right, y'all. See you around the corner.